The Tactical Transition Navigating the Civilian Frontier Mastering Career Strategies Sharpening Networking Tools and Creating a Successful Transition Plan Hello everyone, welcome to the Tactical Transition Podcast. We focus on our senior military leaders as they transition from their military careers into the civilian job market, covering best practices, up-to-date trends, additional resources, and tips for landing that dream job. Uh, I'm Cindy Poe, an executive career coach with ESOL Seminars, and I'm here as always, with my battle buddy and fellow executive career coach, Michelle Lewis. How are you doing today, Michelle? Oh, Cindy, it's a beautiful day. It's an absolute beautiful day. We have somebody on today that is one of my favorite people. Um, I mean, I love the profession, but more so just the person. So I am really uh, thrilled to uh, to uh, have the opportunity today to speak with our guest and to let everybody that listens to our podcast meet this gentleman. So um, this one's going to be a fun one. This, this, you know what, if I had to pick a word, fun was going to be it. Fun and interesting. Uh, awesome. I agree with you. Uh, Curtis is amazing. Um, Curtis Holloway is a well-known clothier throughout the United States, military community, and abroad. As the owner of Suitability of McLean, he has touched so many lives with his love and passion. And I'm going to tell you, when I say passion, that is the word that everyone I talk to who knows Curtis uses, passion for the clothing industry. That love and passion began when he was a very young child standing in front of the mirror with his father while he got dressed. From the fine clothing down to the personal grooming, he was one of the sharpest men that Curtis had ever known. He learned at an early age the importance of presentation, but had no idea at that time that he was going to be groomed to, that he was being groomed to do what he would love 40 years later. Around 2011, he got involved in the clothing industry and a mutual friend advised him to connect with a gentleman simply known as Sophia. And anyone who knows Michelle and I knew Sophia, knows Sophia very well. He was just a master in the industry. Uh, this friend said Sophia would be perf the perfect source of guidance and mentorship for someone like himself getting started in the business. And Curtis did just that. And his friends were not the least bit mistaken. But little did he know that that mentorship would turn into a partnership and acquiring the business after Sophia retired. What Curtis learned most from both of these great mentors is that fashion comes and goes, but style lasts a lifetime. We got to put that on a t-shirt. And everyone has something <laughs> to contribute to the world. It's just a matter of being given that opportunity to do so and being ready for that opportunity when it comes. Curtis, welcome to Tactical Transition. We are both so excited to talk to you about what you do for the military community and, uh, and advice that you have for really everyone. I think this is one of these podcasts that is just going to speak to, it doesn't matter, you know, where you're coming from, but where yeah. you're going that makes the difference. So welcome to our show. Well, thank you. Thank you very much, both uh, Cindy, you and Michelle, both um, for having me. It's a privilege and honor, as always, um, to, to share the stage with you all, as we do from time to time throughout the, uh, the weeks here. Um, and I'm going to take that idea about uh, the T-shirt, about fashion and style there. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and do that because I was told years ago when I learned this uh, that it's okay to be a copycat because you know they teach us in school that copying is, is, is the bad idea. But in the real world, they say it's okay to be a copycat as long as you copy the right cat. Right. That's right. G greatest compliment. Right. Greatest compliment. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I'm so, gonna I'm gonna make create that T-shirt there. So Curtis, Absolutely. before we get started, I, I want to go back. Yes. As Cindy was reading your introduction. Um, I want to go back and, and just say how absolutely awesome I, I think it is that this all of this, this whole mindset that you bring to the table started with your dad. And I just want to yeah. make sure that we give that great compliment to a strong mentor, you know, mentorship yeah. uh, 
from from how I've grown up, uh, mentorship is so valuable. And uh, and I just yes. wanted to pause and and say uh, what an awesome story you shared in that regard. And I'm so glad uh, yeah. that you put that um, as we were asking for information about you for your for your bio. Um, yeah, so thank you very much. Shout out. Yep, yep. I, I think appreciate awesome. it, and and I feel very blessed and fortunate to have been uh, him be a part of my life as well as then, uh, you know, someone like Sophia will be placed in my life, you know, after my dad is no longer here with me, but um, it, it just feel very blessed and fortunate. Yes. Absolutely. So thank you. Absolutely. And Sophia is a, quite a mentor, quite a, yes. <laughs> quite uh, yes. a character, isn't he? Yes, yes, absolutely. So as we get started with this, um, you know, we, our podcast is really geared mainly, although, you know, we love our audience to be broad, but the main focus is our senior leaders, not unlike, you know, our, our seminars that we do that, you know, that's how we are mm -hmm. connected is through those seminars. Uh, not unlike that, we, we focus on our senior leaders um, and these mm -hmm. senior military leaders, you know, they're leaving that that comfort of that 20 to 30 year or 30 plus year uh, service right. uh, to the mm -hmm. country and going into the civilian sector. So we always like to ask our guests focusing and and i've seen you work with that community that community yes. of senior leaders what do you think um as far as dress for success what is the mm -hmm. number one um piece of information you want to get them or maybe mm -hmm. misunderstanding that they have when you speak with them what what do they not know what should they know um great great question i'd, I'd say when you say senior leaders, I put emphasis definitely on uh, leaders. Um, in other words, basically, don't stop doing what you've done most of your career anyway. They're 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 natural born leaders. Um, it's just in, just transfer it to a different realm um, where uh, you you may you you can be a little bit more relaxed. So when it comes to specifics, and I guess we'll get we can get into that a little later. Um, it's okay to get away from some of the, you know, military habits and stuff, but still uh, bring that leadership, those leadership qualities and abilities to the table there. Um, and as far as dressing goes, and when you're applying that to the civilian world there, um, my motto, as you've heard from, from uh, week to week there, is dress for the part you're applying for and even beyond that, because... You, you know, you're, you're applying for executive positions, which is what you should shoot for. As they say, you know, uh, uh, shoot for the stars. If you miss, you're still uh, or shoot for the moon. And if you miss, you're still amongst the stars there. Um, but still, you never know who's going to be looking because there's always going to be someone in most cases in leadership positions above you. And um, even though, you, you know, your qualifications uh, um, may not exactly match up. But you're bringing something to the table that they see worth investing in. And so I always put I always say put your best foot forward. Uh, there when it comes to that, um, because it's all about perception. How you want to be perceived is how you're going to get dressed uh, in the morning. And if you you, you don't feel like uh, uh, you're going to be taken seriously or that you, uh, you're you dressing in a way that you should be taken seriously, then you, in most cases you won't. Mm -hmm. You know, you won't be taken seriously. Yeah. Curtis, and you'll get approached. Time, Go ahead. Oh, no, no, sir. I heard one time a saying that was, um, and Cindy and I have used it in our class before, is um, companies hire you for your potential. Um, do you okay. think that the way you dress and the way you present yourself create that image of potential? Most definitely. Yes. I, I say it's a, it's a major part of it. Um Again, the, your, the, and as I mentioned this as well, you know, their resumes speak for themselves. The companies already see that, which is why they give them the call in the first place. But that's just the extra added bonus there. You know, when you look the part, um, because, you know, th they want to know that you're also going to be a great representative of the, the, the company. Right. Right. And so image plays a, a huge part in that. You know, if you're doing a lot of traveling and you're meeting with, exec meeting with executives from, you know, other companies, whether it be, here, um, you know, uh, uh, in, in the States here or abroad, you know, so it, it makes a big difference. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I, I totally agree. I love how you pointed it out um, that you said, listen, you're a leader. And so remain a leader. And I think about, yeah. you know, um, I think about our military leaders um, when they are getting ready for something important, uh, say they're yeah. getting ready to do a presentation for another senior mm -hmm. leader or a ceremony or something like that. 
and they shine up their uniform and they, you know, clean up their haircut or something like this. It is their right. nature. Uh-huh. It is their nature right. to do that. And I love that you're encouraging them to don't stop doing that. We're just going to do right. it in a different way now. Yes, exactly. Right. And even if it's that uh, some of the uh, tech companies out here where it is more of a relaxed environment, that's fine. But if you're all uh, still uh, in a leadership position, I still think you should still have that sharp, polished look. Even if you're even if you're wearing khakis and, uh, you know, a button up college shirt, um, still no wrinkle khakis, but nice, nice, crisp khakis, you know, <laughs> um, still have that sharp presentation that some of them, you know, most of them actually naturally have anyway. You know, they have a presence. You know, I, I recall some uh, uh, my mentor speaking to some clients once speaking, telling them that, hey, you have this presence about you. So even if you're just going to the store to, to go to the grocery store to pick up a few items from the grocery store, still maintain that presence. Right. Because especially when you're out in public, again, you never know who you're going to meet, who you're going to run into there. That yeah. is so true. I love how you say it, because, you know, it's like dressing the part isn't necessarily about. The you know, that you have to have this you know, thousand dollar suit, which is awesome. And we're going to talk about right. that because mm-hmm. I think there's something to be said about quality buying. I I, yes. I often, I am a self-proclaimed cheapest woman in the world. I will save money where I need to. But what I know is I save money on the stuff that it, you, you don't need to spend money on so that when it comes to right. valuable stuff, that's where you put your money. And we'll, we'll talk about that. But even yeah, if there is definitely whatever, some truth. Yeah. yeah, there's definitely some truth in in the cliche that you get what you pay for. Oh, 100%, to- <laughs> 100%, 100%, 100%. And we will yes. talk about that in just a minute as we start talking about uh, your your company and your venture. But sure. you know, no matter if you are just wearing the khakis and a button down, it's still about how you present and how you look. You can still, you know, have that and still have a certain air about you and the way that you look and 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 i just think that's right you say something in your class and it always sticks with me i've never written it down that's how you know it sticks with me i didn't have to write it down because anybody who knows me knows i have mm-hmm. to write everything down you say all the time somebody has to be the best dressed person in the room why shouldn't it be you right yeah and that sticks with me all the time so what does so when you're saying that like what is the advantage of that why should that matter in the world of hey you know i'm just here to do a job i'm bringing my skills what what does that matter in an interview like why do you why should that be a goal to be the best dressed person what does that bring to well would you all agree that we all like uh nice compliments right (laughs) it reminds me of of a kid when i was growing up my my grandmother um, was one of my on my mom's side of the family was my I'd say my biggest fan. So any uh, even subtle or minor or small accomplishments, um, I would get the biggest praise from her and, and hear her speak about those things uh, with her peers and her coworkers and things of that nature. So uh, that for me personally, that was something that uh, made me feel good because I cared so much about her. I didn't want to disappoint her, so I continued to do things um, to to please her. And so the same thing with, with the clothing. When I'm here, and I mentioned this sometimes in the class, when I go to lunch here in the area or just out to the bank to take care of business, people are constantly stopping me or asking me, what it, who am I and what it is that I do? And so those things, just like in a work environment, create opportunities. And so, of course, I've, I was taught uh, by some experience I had in some MLM companies back in the day that if someone is three feet from me, they're going to get a card <laughs> in their hand from me, right? <laughs> I'm going to strike up a conversation about something to where they know what it is that I do. But I, I, I do that in a very uh, uh, humble way so that I'm not coming across as a, uh, you know, like a, a harsh salesperson or things of that nature, because I strike up something and ask them a question or compliment something genuinely about something they're driving or they're wearing or something of that nature. But um, I think that same thing applies in, in the corporate environment. You know, we, 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 if we get rewarded for, the, for these things, once someone sees us in a certain environment or that we dress a certain way or carry ourselves a certain way or conduct business a certain way, um, they're more apt to do business with you and, and open doors and more opportunities for you. Yeah. I think so that's I think so that's, true. That's, 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 yeah. Yes. I do think that that's really true. Um, now, when we have our service members, and we recommend, and I'm going to just tell you, 
uh, on this podcast in the show notes, you're going to be able to find uh, Curtis uh, and, and, and suitability of McLean uh, because we want you to go there. You should at least experience um, uh, the professionalism of having someone um, coach you in your in your attire and, and in your appearance. I think that that's always a good thing to do. If for no other reason, I think a lot of people buy, buy clothing, especially men buy clothing that doesn't fit them and they don't realize it doesn't fit them. They figure, oh, the pants don't fall down and I can get my arms in the jacket, so it must be okay. So uh, we're definitely going to get people to you because I think it's important to have that experience. But talk to or me they about... Finally get to the, or yeah, they finally get to the point, excuse me, I'm sorry. They finally get to the point yeah. where they're tired of their wives reminding them every day that, hey, that doesn't fit you well, or or they need to step their game up when they're going out you know, to, to fun festive occasions or something of that nature. So right. then they, they break down and come on in. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. So what are some of the things, what are some of the uh, easing someone into this, um, into this process? What are some of the things you, you talk about with them to, to help them? And you're very creative about this, help them realize what they're doing that's wrong. Like there's a few things you always bring up in class and stuff that people go, oh yeah, I do that. That's, <laughs> that's really bad. I'm going to give you a minute to just talk to some of those points that can help people realize maybe I need a professional to yeah. help me with, with this. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I need this, right? Yeah, maybe yeah. I need right. this. <laughs> so one one of the first things that come to mind when you say that, when you say that something is wrong, because myself being in the industry for a few years prior to meeting someone like a Sophio, um, and and even being mentored under my dad and some of his friends and associates, or it, even some other folks that I've, you know, run into in, in my uh uh, now 56 years, but um, is that you don't know it all. And so uh, I learned something and I tell the story, you all recall the story I tell in the class about the the green shirt. <laughs> oh, do share, do share. Yeah, so, yeah, so color. It's a great story. Yeah, color, color is extremely important for one, everyone, just because you see someone on television wearing a particular color or a necessary, a, a, a um, a style or a specific style or fit of, of a suit or an outfit does not necessarily mean it's the right color or style for you. Okay. It may look good on someone else. I got a lot of women, for example, come in and say, Hey, I like him in pink. Well, it's all, always situational. I use that word a lot in the classes, right? You're not going to do a pink shirt in a serious business environment. Okay. Um, so with the green shirt story, I had been in, like I said, in the industry for quite some time when I came on board here with uh, Sophia, uh, he was consulting with a couple on the other side of the partition here we have in the office. And so out of the blue, he asked me, hey, Curtis, are you feeling all right? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. He's a few seconds later, he's asked me the same question. Curtis, you sure you're feeling okay? So yeah, Sophie, I'm fine. Why do you keep asking me that? A few seconds later, he says, oh, I know what it is. And excuse my language, lady. He says, hey. <laughs> it's that ugly ass green shirt you got on. And then and the guy who's consulting with, he bursted out laughing and his wife, she was embarrassed. She turned red. She was embarrassed for me. She says, well, I like green. What's wrong with his green shirt? He says, no, he looked like he died three days ago and we forgot to bury him. Right. Oh, <laughs> so that was a, a, a learning. Uh, uh, and that's just how he was. He was just very direct and and uh, but with with purpose and, and, and he did it out of love. Right. So uh, at, they're leaving. And then he calls me over to the mirror afterwards and he says, no, seriously, look in the mirror and tell me what you see from your shirt collar up. All I could see was that shade of green reflecting off my skin. In other words, so that you all know there are warm tones and cool tones in every color on the color wheel. And so some most of us do much better with the cooler tone colors, meaning more blue-based colors. So you usually if you see a guy wearing like a yellow shirt and an olive sport jacket, in most cases, that's not a good look, all right? <laughs> so that that that's one thing. So understanding what, what I'd like to do is teach my clients is that we don't just sell them clothing, we educate them, we consult with them, for sometimes an hour. I remember the longest one I sat through with Sophia, and it was actually with that particular couple I was just mentioning. That was a seven hour consultation. Now, mind you, we had time that day because the schedule was obviously extremely light. But, and and if you all know Sophia, I've ever met her before, you know, he's a talker. So <laughs> there were several stories that were included in that consultation. But nevertheless, it was all a learning experience. Uh, 
And so, um, you know, we consult with our clients on, on everything from hair, skin and eye coordinates to the specifics um, as to what you're using the clothing for. If you're going to be doing a lot of traveling overseas, working at embassies and stuff, if you're going to be working in warm climates, cold climates, um, all those things are, are leading questions that we ask and information we get um, so that we're in a position to better help the client um, achieve what it is that they're trying to accomplish there. So Curtis, in, in our class, you've come and and spoke, and I I that's how I've just grown to absolutely love you as a as a a person, as not only a coworker. Well, thank you, you, thank have you. A passion. You're back. Well, you have a yes. passion. You mean what you say, and you invest yes. in uh, not only giving uh, these service members accurate information, but sometimes you can, uh, you know, have what I call that come to Jesus talk with them without mm -hmm. hurting their feelings. You never shame or embarrass anybody. You simply right. point mm -hmm. out this is why this is doesn't work so well for you. But let me show you what does, and you help yeah. them recognize those um, those subtle changes. I I've seen you take a gentleman with a suit and a shirt and nothing more than a tie and a pocket square changes that whole presentation of that. Right. Of that suit. Mm -hmm. I've seen you take uh, some of our ladies in our class, our female leaders, mm -hmm. simply by adding a color or even taking mm -hmm. a color away, change that presentation. And the irony is that when you do just those little things, um, yes. And they recognize that all of a sudden their shoulders pull up, their head pulls up, and it absolutely yes. instills a level of confidence. So what it's, you're telling it, us in the, in the presentation is not mm -hmm. just that you're changing their wardrobe, you're putting them in a position to, to instill a, diff, a different a level of confidence. Am, am I right? Yes, you, you're, you're most definitely correct on that. Um, and you, you're saying little, but the details are extremely important. The, it's the little details that make the difference. I mean, yeah, you could go out and get a, a solid navy or gray suit from anywhere out here, right? But when you, when you have a, 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 a very good fit on the item, which is key as well, but also the little details, like guys, you know, not wearing pocket squares. Well, the, jack, the jacket has a pocket for a reason. There should be a pocket square there, right? It's that little, what we call degree of chic. That, that finishes the, the entire look, which we call the understated elegant look, right? And so when you finish that complete out, you know, complete that outfit with something as simple as a pocket square, or you put the dimple in the tie as opposed to the very perfect symmetrical uh, 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 full Windsor knot that sometimes can look like a clip on, right? Um, but sometimes that's necessary depending on, so here, here's where I'm getting a little bit more into the details. Uh, the Carl styles and all that stuff play a big part in that. But when you're just talking very clean, classic look there, especially in a professional or corporate environment, um, there's nothing, it's no more gratifying feeling to me. I just had a client in this morning. I'm actually closed on Tuesdays, but to accommodate him, I came in to take care of him because he has something he needs to attend on next week. Um, so I, I give myself goosebumps for, a uh, goosebumps for lack of a better term sometimes when I'm putting together these outfits for the clients because it's inspiring me. And then to see the response or the reaction that I get from them, uh, it, it just tops it off. You know, I've had guys, you know, you're talking from, you know, colonels, lieutenant colonels, generals, one, two, three, four stars, uh, come out of the dressing room, walk over to the mirror here and stop almost like a, a kid on Christmas and say like, wow, I, I feel like I already got the job. There's no greater feeling than that. So um, I, I really take take pride in that, and, and I'm very sincere about what I do. So the passion just naturally, you know, comes out, you know. Yeah, I, I think that's why Cindy and I uh, lean into you so much more um, because mm -hmm. we're not sending them to a, you know, a, a, a whatever, whatever, a warehouse right. or something where it's right. part mm -hmm. of their job. We're sending them yes. to somebody who is invested in researching uh, trends and fashion and professional attire and professional right. environments and you're uh and, and you want to make sure they're successful. Right. I, I know for a fact that you have done um consultations that uh they're not going to find from somebody else. You've gone to people's homes to help them. You've taken calls yes, on I the have, weekend yes. to help people. I mean I know this and see 
again, that ties right in with the same passion that Cindy and I bring um, to to our company is go above and exactly. beyond, you know, yes. and that's what I think you do. I, I will share with you on a personal perspective that when my husband retired from the military, I sent him to suitable, suitability of McLean, and I truly yes. believe I created a monster. Because never <laughs> had he needed to wear a suit. You know, he didn't need to. He, yes. he had his uniform. Right. Mm-hmm. But when he realized what a good suit should feel like, now he didn't have to invest in 50 of them. He just got right. a couple mm-hmm. nice suits, you know. And to have those, even now, those are his go-tos. When he knows he's got to look at the very best, those are his go-tos. So I just want you right. to know that. We're not just promoting you because we think you're great. Listen, I'm a I'm a I'm a believer and a customer, um, and so uh, you, you, know, you, you do a fantastic job. The one question I have for you, and we don't want to give away too much of your information, to be honest with you, because I want people to make an appointment with you. I want them to come and sit and have that personal conversation. So I don't want to give them too many of your trade secrets, but I did want to ask you, what kind of changes, like maybe in the last five to ten years? Mm-hmm. You know, a a change in business etiquette, business attire that has somebody, you know, not had their foot in the civilian professional market, wouldn't know this. Mm -hmm. Is there a tip or a change that you can say specifically this has happened, that that's how you can age yourself or maybe even um, not have as quite of a good edge? Uh, Is there one or two things that maybe... Um... That's a great question. I, the one that comes to, to the uh, tip of my tongue immediately would be the whole dress casual um, change that's taking place in the industry. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I would say that a lot of that also has to do with uh, the, it has a lot of geographical thing, you know, depending on where you're located, where you're working, uh, what, what the climate is like and stuff like that. Um, so for example, uh, there won't be a lot of ties being sold in uh, some of the you know southern parts of the of the country um, because it's an extremely relaxed mode there. Um, whereas here in the DMV, as we call it, I, I think this is you know always going to be a suit and tie town because of all the government agencies and things of that nature that we're surrounded by. But even still in this area, if you're going to go to a more of a dress casual look and uh, you know, we, we can talk a little bit about the sneaker shoes and stuff like that, which I'm not a big fan of with a suit. But, you know, if if, if the environment says it's OK or the work environment, you know, the, the company you're working for, then, you know, that then that's the exception there that would be OK. But, um, you know, even with a pair of trousers, a nice sport jacket or a blazer. You can still look sharp. You don't have to be all stiff and choked up all the time. I mean, we can, we can still accomplish the look that gets the job done for you. Um, and so that you all understand the difference of a sport coat and a blazer. A blazer is usually a little bit more formal than a sport jacket. Uh, we've seen it in the past with uh, just had a guy purchase one of each today or came in and not purchased it, but did his fitting today um, for a navy blazer with the uh, uh, the uh, uh, the old vintage, I like to call them gold buttons on it right the old classic gold buttons on his blazer uh, you can go with gold pewter or mother of pearl doesn't matter but it's still a, a blazer so it's a little bit more formal than a sport jacket and then he had a fun sport jacket for the event that he needs a, the outfit for next week coming up which was fun so the sport coat is just that that's the difference between the two the blazer is a little bit more formal and the sport jacket is, is sporty it's a little bit more fun so you can dress it up but also you can dress it down on the weekend throw some denim on with it you know open collar or throw a tie on with it so um though you know, I, I, I don't like to follow trends, and that's why I'm a big bigger fan of style than fashion, right? But again, it's always going to be situational. But overall, my, my look is still going to be personally classic, and that's the look that I try to uh, push towards my client base there so that regardless of the environmental situation that they're in, they're always going to look sharp and always have a, a classic look, whereas you won't have to be changing out your wardrobe as often because it's still right. going to fit. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. I, and, 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 and also I, I like to it. teach them a lot about versatility so that they get um, they can can create a lot of different looks out of their outfits. They get the maximum use of everything that they get. Huh? Exactly. Especially when they're just starting out to build a wardrobe. 
right? right. Now, some guys are in a position to do that or might not understand the basics yet, and which is why, you know, hey, I always give them my card and then, hey, give me a call. If, even if you're not shopping with us, um, give us a call and we'll be more than happy to help you out if you've got an event or a special occasion or something of that nature coming up. So, so I've got just one more question and I'm going to pass it back to Cindy. And I, I, sure. I didn't prep on this one, but I just thought about this. For the most part, and correct me if I'm wrong, the most part, um, your clients are gentlemen. Um, yes. Why do you why do you think that the the why do you think that is? First of all, do you do you think ladies may stay a little bit more in tune with that business attire, or do you just think that's? Um, I, I, yes, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish. No, or do you just think that's a little bit, um, le- uh, they have more opportunities, possibly ladies have more opportunities to, to while in the service, um, to need to have that business suit more than maybe the gentlemen tend to yeah. leave on their uniform, or what do you, why do you, why do you think that is? Well, as you've heard me say uh, from week to week, that ladies do have overall more options in their clothing. I'd say there's a tad bit more detailing in the men's clothing, but ladies do have more options on the other hand, um, it's a tad bit more, in my opinion, challenging for the ladies. All right. Because, you know, we've, we've got um, these hundreds of thousands of designers out there on the market. For a, a guy, most of the time, especially in a business or corporate environment, it's pretty much just a suit, right? A suit or sport jacket and blazer, and it, which is somewhat easy, especially when you understand the basics in terms of color and stuff like that and what you're using it for. But for ladies, uh, you know, they have more options. And then you have all these designers out there with that don't, especially if you're not buying custom for yourself, you have to go out to the stores. And what you have to do is try on clothing from all these different designers until you find a designer that makes clothing that best fits your body type. And that can be a challenge. I hear the complaints all the time, even when it comes down to little details like pockets, not having pockets on your on your pants. And uh, so you got to carry the, you know, the, the the large purse or the small handbag or what have you everywhere you go. And you don't have a place to put things, you know, no pockets on your jackets and stuff like that. Again, unless you're going custom. So um, it, it's a tad bit more challenging for the ladies. But, um, you know, we're here. We don't at, at suitability here. We don't personally do the ladies clothing, but we do consult with the women that come in from the armed forces. But we do have a resource that's very close in proximity here in the same building, as a matter of fact, uh, yes. for the ladies to do their yes. clothing if they're interested Excellent. in the custom clothing. Excellent. Yes. Excellent. Cindy, I want to pass it, pass it back over to you. So in what we were talking about there with uh, women yes. versus the men. So if, if I came to suitability, which is fully in my plan to do, cause I want a nice suit for myself. So that's going to be a present to me. Awesome. Um, uh, if I want, because I am one of those women that I really get frustrated with suits because there's never pockets. You know, my mm-hmm. husband will buy a jacket and there's like three pockets on the inside, and I'm like, going, that would be so nice. So I can get that if I custom through you, right? Like I can have my pockets and I can do that. Yes. No question. Yes, you can. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Okay, so that was personal. Yes. So moving on from that, so you said <laughs> something a few minutes ago. Uh, well, I think it's important. Women need to know you it's, it's, it's women are very much, I can tell you that the senior leaders, the female senior leaders that I talk to, they're looking for the sale at Macy's because women's suits can mm-hmm. be very expensive. So they're looking for the Macy's sale and they're looking right. for, um, you know, uh, my favorite is, um, uh, well, I'll just leave it at Neiman market. <laughs> looking for those i'll leave that there we don't want to insult anybody okay okay i will uh but but you know looking for that to me that's frustrating because i know they're going to that macy's and they're going to go well you know this one looks better but this one's on sale so i can fit that that is not the way to get your best look suit is what's the best cheapest fit that you can get that is close to so i think women need to understand they need this 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 personalized suit they need to have that experience and and i think that women are less likely to do it for themselves than men would be willing to do it i bet the wife would push the husband to go and get the suit before she would go and get the the custom suit herself and and i want women to be encouraged to do this um because i think it's important i think it's important to do this but 
That being said, you said something just a, a, a couple of items back where you were talking about comfort. We were talking about how about comfort. You said comfort? Oh, comfort. yes. Comfort. People are looking to be comfortable. That's the big right. thought process right now is I want to be comfortable. But tell me if I'm wrong in this. Doesn't comfort come from the fit? The reason that people like mm -hmm. the khakis and the 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 t-shirts and stuff is because it feels yeah. loose and it feels but if you get something custom made to you shouldn't it be that a suit should feel just as comfortable as your jeans just, and your t-shirt just as comfortable I, I you you're you're taking me back now to when i was uh, uh not aware for example that my clothing um in terms of suits when i was wearing them even at a younger age you know, they, they should be just as comfortable as your pajamas. I've actually had clients say, hey, man, this this thing feels like a pair of pajamas. And it should fit that way. It should be like you're so uncomfortable that you can't wait to get home and, and jump out of your suit. If if, if that's, that's the case. Point. Yeah. If that's the case, then it's it's not properly made for you. Right. It's so, not it's something right. went wrong. And so doesn't this mean then. That if they are coming and they're investing in this, it's also, um, and, and this was something we brought up uh, before we, we started with the show and we will talk about it. But, you know, that mental thing of being uncomfortable, like I've wore a suit that didn't fit well and you're like always tugging mm -hmm. it and, and pulling the jacket together. And you're always, if the suit fits well, it's also like helps with your, your, um, your your mental part of that too right so that when you are uh, in front of whether it's an interview or actually at the job and you're with a client or whatever you you actually are more confident would you agree with that that's a, that's exactly what i was going to say cindy and and my response to that would be try it just try it once and watch how go out whether it be out to dinner with your wife or just at a, at a social occasion or something of that nature, watch the response that you get. Watch the, the compliments, count the compliments that you get and, and see that's going to actually build that confidence to where, wow, I, which I was speaking about earlier, you know, I didn't want to disappoint my grandmother because I wanted her to keep getting those accolades and compliments from her that it made me feel good. It made me feel better. It made me want to do more of what it was that I was doing, whether it be, you know, getting good grades and or getting promotion on the job or whatever the case was. Um, it builds that confidence to that level to where, you know, wow, this is because and that just shows how important that part of it is um, the image piece there. But that exactly. positive reinforcement also yes. shows you, you you're you're probably doing something right there. And so I love you saying, yes. try it, try it. You know, that's the one thing, Cindy, you know, you and I both know that when you look good, you know, you look good. I mean, you yeah. you can feel you, you it. Feel you feel better. Right. right. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's I displayed word, in image. your in your performance and what it is that's that you're doing. That's where yeah. I'm going. That's where I'm going yes. is it will display in your performance. And that that performance may be the interview trying to get that dream job. It could be the performance in the office as you're trying to get the promotion. Right. It could be the client trying to get the big sale, whatever that is. And I love that you use the word image. I love that because that's what we're trying to develop, especially for the senior leaders leaving the military, going to the civilian world. It's an image that we're building. And, yes. and that image yeah. should always be professional and confident. Right. And I think yeah. that what even you working, do. Even if, yes. Even if you're working within the four walls of someone else's establishment, yeah. it's like you're still building your brand within that. This exactly. is you're, you're considered to be that guy or, or that lady. Right. Exactly. You're the person. Yes. To get exactly. the job done. Mm -hmm. Now, before we started the show, we were just chit-chatting, as we do, and I had brought up, uh, there's a situation that just happened in Senate, and this is not political. We don't talk politics and stuff on, on the podcast, but this was was uh, societal in my eyes. In my eyes, this was just another level of society changing, and the Congress uh, uh, had decided that they were going to um, relax the dress code yeah for uh, Congress and Senate uh, uh, in the chambers. Uh, yeah. And this was, quite frankly, to accommodate a person who said they're mm -hmm. more comfortable in hoodies and shorts. 
And this right. is the Senate. The Senate of the United <laughs> States of America. Now, so this yes. isn't, I would feel the same way. It wouldn't matter what the political party is. I would feel the same way about this. I was literally horrified. Like I had to go back. I thought it was a joke. I thought somebody, I thought it was like one of those punky, not true things. When I went back and mm -hmm. I looked, and I was like, sure enough, they, they voted to change this. I have, my husband and I joke all the time. One of our favorite things to do is to go to museums. And when we went to a museum in Washington, D.C., and we saw the airlines of, you know, the evolution of airlines and Pan Am and all that, and they had pictures and replicate replicants of how people dressed on the planes yeah. and how the food was served. Oh, and wow. I'm like, we have just definitely taken some steps backwards in society. Um, you know, there was a, a, a recent meme I saw. It's like it's following me, Curtis. This this idea of society yeah, changes yeah. following me. There was a picture from the 50s of a family that was coming from the grocery store all together. The father, the mother, and the, the two kids, the girls in her cute little right. dress, the little boys in a really nice shirt and pants, the mother's dress, the father's in his uh, suit with a hat and all this. And I'm thinking, what what a society. So what are your thoughts? And I and I'm going back to the, the conversation we just had about yes. comfort, about comfort, mm -hmm. because that's what people yeah. always talk. What are your thoughts about how did we get here in society <laughs> that this is this is where we are? And and should we uh, oh, man, try this... to change it? It's a big subject, but I just want your thoughts on this as yeah. somebody who is in the industry. Yeah, I, I you said should we try and change it? I'm I'm constantly trying to change it because it, it drives me crazy personally that we've got, become so laxed. Um, even when it comes to wearing suits and stuff for the gentlemen, it's like, no, I don't, I don't want to have to think about it. Well, it's once you understand it and you're going to the right, you know, to the right place for guidance to, to help you understand it, it's not going to be a challenge. It's, it's going to become, you know, uh, Michelle mentioned earlier that I've gone into people's homes. Just to give you this quick example, uh, it, this was, Right at the beginning of COVID and um, the lady, she was so frustrated. She says, Curtis, I know, you know, we're right in the midst of COVID here, but I'm getting so worn out and tired of my husband asking me every morning, hey, does this work? Should I wear this tie with that? Should I wear this color? And and she really didn't know, you know, maybe a little bit more than he did, but not that much more. So she said, could you please? She said, we'd pay you. And I had, I had never done anything like this outside of just for friends and family. And so I, I quickly did some research and uh, uh, in terms of in-home consultation, uh, quoted them, a, you know, a number. And they said, OK, that's fine. You know, come by, scheduled it for two hours. We had a ball. We spent at least four and a half hours at their home. And so he had purchased some items from me, um, just gotten a new job. But he had also purchased some things from uh, some other businesses. And so he had, there were empty nesters. He had uh, all these empty closet spaces. And so he had the old things that he had already purchased in one bedroom closet and the new stuff in another bedroom closet. So we went through all the old stuff first, right? And uh, we were putting outfits together and I was tossing stuff, you know, ties and shirts and using some of the old stuff and even mixing some of the old stuff with the new and creating these looks. And then after a while, I kind of took a step back because they were going into the different closets, pulling things out, saying, well, what about this? And I was looking at it like, wow, I would actually wear that. So they got it. It, it only took a few minutes. It only yeah. took a few minutes of me putting some things together and, and teaching them why I put this color with that color or this pattern with that pattern, because people really get confused when you're talking about pattern on pattern. Um, so but to get back to your question about comfort, um, because comfort is a, it's a mindset too. You have to be comfortable in, in, in knowing that you can pull something off. And, and most of us, you know, we all have it in us to be able to get these things accomplished. But if you're not pushed just like anything else, then you, you won't accomplish it. So that's what I'm here to do is, is to push them. And when they come in and I've got clients that call me now and say, hey, I don't want a solid plain shirt of any color anymore. I want some fun stuff. Give me some pop. And I and and they trust me to to not give them something that's going to make them look like a clown in a business environment, right? So, but also have that pop, but still look extremely professional, right? right. So a pop yeah. color or a pattern, right? But as far as how we got here as a society, I think overall we've just been 
you know, with social media and all the television and things of that nature to become even lazier and lazier because it's been accepted as the new norm. And everyone is coming to the table with their agenda and wanting everyone else to accept that, uh, whether it be a look or what have you, as the new norm, because maybe someone else has done it that's in a very high position right, or someone of very high influence, whereas uh, that person's doing it. So why can't I do it? Well, right. your path may not be the same path as that person. So right. you're going to have to go down a path where, like, especially when you talk about the younger generation that feel like, hey, I'm going to be just like my most favorite entertainer or athlete. Right. Statistics say that that may not be the case. Right. right. Not saying not trying to kill anyone's dreams, but chances are that might not be the case. Or you may not end up studying something or working in a field that you've studied for years in, in, in school. Right. So at yeah. the end of the day, though, you have to be bringing something to the table and putting forth some effort into something else. Whereas um, someone sees value in that and they're willing to invest and help you get those those same goals or dreams that you had accomplished. So, um, you know, put push, push, just continue to push the envelope and and not fall for the okie doke, as they say, whereas, you know, you got one person coming to the table saying, hey, um, I want to do this because it makes me feel a certain way. Well, that's someone else's emotions or feelings, which someone else may not have that same result if they you know, decide to do the same thing. So um, I, I just don't I don't agree with that personally, but yeah, the beauty is you are doing exactly what your dad did for you. Um, yes. We're trying to put you in that same position. It may not be for, uh, you know, it, it may be a little bit older person you're mentoring. But I think mentorship, right. mentorship, mm -hmm. mentorship, you know, um, because yes. I do uh -huh. believe that you can teach people comfort and class do not have to contradict right. each other. Um, right. And I know you can teach them that because I've seen you dress comfortably and it is still very classy. So it doesn't right. have to be one or the other. And that's where well, I've had, <laughs> I've had I've met someone here at my office once and it was on one of my days off. And, and uh, when they came in. They saw what I was wearing. I was not wearing a suit or a tie. I just had on, you know, a pair of trousers and it could have been a pair of jeans. I don't remember exactly. And a, and a collar button up shirt. And he said, man, what, you don't have any play clothes? And my response was, no, because I'm not playing. <laughs> I love it. I love yeah, it. Uh, uh, meaning, meaning that I'm serious about what it is that I'm doing and I never know again who I'm going to run into. Right. right. Someone may right. say, hey, man, what do you do? And hey, well, this is what I do. Where is your, Are you open today? Yeah, but if I'm if I'm pulling up, you know, with some, uh, uh, you know, big baggy sweatsuits or or jeans or clothing that don't fit properly or that are not properly pressed and things of that nature, I won't get that same response. You're right. Yeah. So and I can't I, I can't. That. I tried that once when I was down in the Tidewater area and I had my business down there and people that worked in the building that knew me were very friendly, spoke to me on a daily basis, doctors, attorneys and things of that nature. Um, when I tried this whole dress down thing, they would either do a double take or just walk right past me because they didn't recognize me for who they were used to seeing me as in terms of how I was dressed. Interesting. Yeah. So it makes a difference. Yes. Yeah. Well, we have come to the part of the show that I like to ask every guest to tell us uh -huh. a fun fact about you so that we, so that our audience can feel like they know you a little bit better. So what is a, a fun fact about Curtis. Wow. A fun fact. A fun fact. Well, maybe a funny fact is, uh, I don't know. That's a good one. I've had some time to think about this and still couldn't come to any conclusions. And, you know, I have this, and I know you can't, it's not a visual thing here, but I have a little screensaver here that my niece one of my nieces drew for me. This is supposed to be me here, the little stick figure with the ball head, no hair. And it just says, I love you, Uncle Booby. But it's, she spelled it without the B in the middle there. So my nickname is is Booby. <laughs> All right. I like that. I like that. Yes, yes. And, and, I, and, and I have, you know, I have fun with that. And uh, but but really the key word, the operative word here is just fun. I'm just. I, I create an, a fun experience here. My clients love it. And so fun, you know, I'm just a, a fun person, easygoing. I, I have a nice vibe, you know, music going. And um, it, it's a place where it, it, it just does my heart well when the clients feel like this is a place where they just can come and relax 
at the same time while because sometimes you know shopping and me personally i i do not enjoy going into malls and people don't like you know all the crowds and dealing with all of that and seeing yourself all around wherever you go because someone's purchased all the same thing that you're wearing and all that kind of stuff um but it's just a very um exclusive fun experience yeah oh, I and so love that. i'd say you know just 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 a fun person yeah. So maybe Love the fun that. fact is come visit your shop and learn. Then you'll then you'll see what the fun fact is, right? That yeah. Is so yeah. cool though. An exclusive <laughs> experience. Yeah. Yes. I that's the way we should build this. This it's an exclusive experience. I love it. That's exclusive awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. this has been another amazing show. We will definitely have you back. Uh I will have Thank all so of the information in the show notes on how you can find Curtis and suitability um, uh, and uh, the website and everything. And please just, I encourage you to go by and just, uh, and get a consultation. I just think it's just an amazing thing to do. Uh, we appreciate. It's a good experience too. It oh is yeah. Anything. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm so excited for, for everyone who has their first and everyone that we've ever talked to that went, I've never heard anybody ever have anything negative to say ever, ever. And that I can't well, say you. that that's, about that's anything great, else. A great feeling. You know, I've never had anybody have a negative. Uh, and when you're in front of uh, the uh tap classes and the trs classes when you're up talking to the groups you do such a phenomenal job and i will tell you behind your back they're saying wonderful things so uh we appreciate well, it is, you it's such a great feeling to have uh guys come in that meet they actually meet here or they've met let's say even overseas at embassies and and stuff like that and so they'll run into each other and just look at what they're wearing and they'll point out suitability and the other guy will say, yeah, I got this from suitability. Yeah, Curtis. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's <laughs> so awesome. It, it's, uh, that's a great feeling. Yeah. And, and it's also gratifying when, you know, a few years later, they'll bring their, you know, graduating sons in and and or their daughters downstairs to the uh, uh, Miss Gigi's business um, yep. to just have that custom experience. Right. For Absolutely. graduation or you know, college or passing the bar, things of that nature. It's, it's an awesome experience. So I, I really Absolutely. love it. And and. Um, yeah. So thank you that's all so a, much for having me. And thank you all so much for what you all do, on, you know, for our men and women of the armed forces and um, presenting the information that you all present, which is much needed. Um, and, you know, it's it's when I hear them respond and say, hey, I wish we had more time for these classes. Um, that lets us you know, lets me know that we're you know, we're doing a great job and uh, getting out some good information. So thank you all as well. Yeah, it's very rewarding. So thank you all for listening. We appreciate your time and we will never waste it. Uh, and to our transitioning military veterans, our focus is to bring you the aim small, miss small concept and hone your focus into each transition process step until the next time. This has been the Tactical Transition Podcast. Thank you for listening. Be sure to push the follow button on our podcast and subscribe to ESELseminars.com.